This is Randy Lawson, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, leading the charge in this fearsome battle called, you know, life or just podcasting is what it is but let's go down the roster introducing first she stands all of four foot eight she is lean mean she's a fighting machine she has her own wrestling journal because you know what she likes taking advice too give it up for the youngest person on this podcast keiki hello um i don't know what to say that's that's her catchphrase Next up, so he is my longest friend. He is a veteran as well. We have been overseas and we've had blood, sweat, and tears. We have had all sorts of other fun in our lives. Give it up for the man himself, Lou the Franchise. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you our special guest today she comes from the goddess of wrestling you can see her at titan you can see her at acw you can see her at wwwa and you can see her at eclipse wrestling this is the beast herself i've seen her do all of her deadlifts this is adina steel hey guys thanks for having me (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, so you put up a picture on your Facebook page, right? And it was like, caption this, right? And it was like, your face, you you were just sitting on your butt and you're like. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then someone commented, um, the face you make when you don't bend your, or you don't keep a, your straight, your back straight and you can't get that PR. And yes. that was me. That was me. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that, I love that. Like when you have a funny picture like that and you just have people write captions, it's so entertaining to me. <laughs> people say some funny stuff and people say a lot about food. So I guess they know my downfall. <laughs> it's like when they run out of donuts or, you know, the waiter is coming and, but you think they're coming to your table and they walk by you and I'm like. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get it. I love like, like, people don't know. I guess I eat. <laughs> what people don't know is we have a badass on the show tonight. Yes, we do. That's She's my... <laughs> There she is. So here's how it works, right, Adina? We, I have, I have a set of questions. Kiki has a set of questions. Lou has a set of questions. We're just here. We're just really just kicking it with you. And then we have the world famous 10 count questions. Ooh. So my first question for you is, who is Adina Steele? Adina Steele. Well, Dina Steele is the violent vixen. She's definitely more determined, resilient, focused than many of the other women or just wrestlers in general. You know, I'm here to prove a point and I want everyone to see like what women's wrestling is capable of. And I feel like coming into it at the time I did, it's just opportune to be able to participate in like these goddess shows like focusing on all women and maybe intergender matches and just show like 
no matter who I'm against, their gender, their size, I'm going to bring everything I have and, you know, not back down, not be scared, just like stand up and go at it. Bet. That's a, that's a great answer. I love that. Um, I'm going to let Kiki ask her questions. I'll ask, have Lou, and then I'll wrap up my rest of my questions, and then we'll get into the 10 count. So, Kiki, the floor is yours. How did you come up with your character? Um, it was, it started as one thing, and then I guess you could say morphed, and, you know, it's probably still going to keep morphing as time went on. Um, my name itself was just kind of like a compilation of, scatterbrainness and my trainer had something similar in mind that started with Adina but I didn't it just didn't sound right and I was trying to think like what would be a cool follow-up to that and I was looking I always had like a fascination with the moon for some reason so I was actually looking up names of moons from different planets and I found a couple that were like well that kind of sounds cool and one I really liked was Titania, but it just, there's something about it. And like, that just brought me to steel, like a Titania metal steel. And when I said it, I'm like, oh, I kind of like had a ring to it. And I ran it by some people. So everyone kind of was like, yeah, like go for it. And the, so the name just kind of weirdly morphed from all of those things. And character wise, I think, I feel like it almost started as, you know, the look, like, just the, like, the pleather, shiny gear, and my hair was blonder, now it's a little bluer, but, like, the, just the bright, like, I wanted to be, I'm usually a face, but I wanted it to be, like, bold, unique, different, and it's sort of, as time went on, I kind of took a bit of, like, a superhero-y vibe to it, um, not all out, like, in the sense where, you know, some people, they might get gear that literally mimics, like, here's my Wonder Woman gear, here's this, here's that, but just, like, a, a touch of that, so, um, just in with, you know, even how, like, my symbol is on some of my gear, and, like, the, the flashy colors, um, just some of, like, the moves I do, and the poses I do, I feel like it all ties into that, and then the, like, the whole superhero, like, undertone, I thought kind of went along well with, um, having that, idea that you know Adina is very like resilient and determined and focused and I feel like you know I try to be doing more than anybody else and you know stronger and like just like 100% ready so it kind of all just happened like piece by piece it didn't all start as one and you know it's probably still gonna keep morphing but that's where we're at now <laughs> What's your favorite cartoon? Oh, boy. My favorite cartoon. I mean, I'd have to go with Spongebob, probably. Just from, like, growing up, that was, like, the classic. As it, I could watch it when I was older and when I was younger. Um, I don't want to watch much TV anymore. But the tried and true one. <laughs> What's your favorite activity? Favorite activity... Uh, I guess besides wrestling, I, probably going to the gym, honestly, kind of an exciting life, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I was even into the gym before, you know, I even started wrestling training and it's kind of like my therapy, like my outlet to de-stress and like clear my head and 
it's like self-care in a way, you know, even if it's a day where I'm tired or, you know, whatever it may be. And I go and you push through it. Like, I feel like it's almost like character building in a way because you realize, oh, wow, I maybe didn't have that much faith in myself and I did this and it felt great or I did more than I thought I was capable of. So I think most people wouldn't probably say that's their favorite thing to do, but it really is for me. <laughs> no, I, I love the gym. And that's why I kind of upset right now with like the whole COVID thing and like kind of have to watch yourself, right? Because like certain people who may be living in a house with you might have asthma and you, you know, yeah. you know they're high risk. So you got to be careful. I'm like, yep, I'm not going to lie. I miss. You literally just described me. What do you talk about? I didn't say anything. I didn't even bring out a name. You said a person with asthma and high risk. That's me. What if it was our dog? Duke. <laughs> All right, so Lou, your questions are yours. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Um, we're good. We're good. We're good. Can I have your autograph? You say, could you have my autograph? Yep. Can I have your autograph? Uh, yes, I probably can't get it to you this second, but we could arrange something. Not like right now, I need it right now. <laughs> like right now, those signs of paper, like this is your paper. This <laughs> you is for you. <laughs> no, uh, real questions. Uh, day of show, you just got done performing. What food are you eating? Honestly, I usually end up at Sheets. If it's in the area, there's sheets, there's Wawa. I kind of just go to one of them, whatever's quickest. Um, and I, I try to normally eat healthy, but I'll usually probably just get like nothing exciting, like a wrap, like a chicken wrap or something. But then if I'm at sheets, I have to get the French fries because I feel like I deserve them after the show. I tell myself like, you can get the fries here. So I'm always sad when there's not like Wawa has the mac and cheese, but I really just want the French fries sometimes. But yeah, sometimes I might have something packed, but usually I, like, I I pack just like peanut butter and jelly a lot just to have in case like it's a good even like pre-match thing if I'm like kind of hungry and I don't want to get like a headache, but you don't really want to eat too much before. So sometimes if I have that and never ate it, I have like a nine hour old peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> okay. Um what is the hardest you've been hit? What is the hardest? Um, I mean, I guess probably, I mean, there are matches where, you know, maybe some people get a little over enthused. Uh, I had one where there's two things that come to mind. There was one during a match where the girl just like took my head and, bashed into her knee the back of my head like really hard uh so that was unexpected and I don't think she even meant to do it I think she was in the heat of the moment or something um I guess there was that and then there was one time when I was at I was just training with my friend and it's kind of a funny story but maybe it sounds alarming but it's it was a friendly friendly hit um uh, we were working on selling and that's always like my thing sometimes especially early on I'd be so in my head I'd stop selling and be focused on the next thing so it was like a selling drill he's like if you don't sell I'm gonna like shoot hit you in the face and then he did and I didn't sell that and he's like what is wrong with you <laughs> I was just like oh 
I don't know. I was just waiting for the next thing. So that was more like a comical thing. But yeah, I guess those are two things that stand out for me. <laughs> oh, my next question. What, uh, what keeps you motivated to improve in the ring? I think the fact that knowing if I don't keep improving, other people are, and they're going to surpass me and take the places I want. You know, if they're not, you're not getting better, I feel like you're kind of going to be backtracking. And that's really been bugging me a lot this whole quarantine. You know, when there hasn't been training or as many shows, I feel like all this time has been wasted when I could have been improving and working on things. And obviously, I feel like I got a little stagnant. And I think, yeah, if I don't go to training when there is training or I don't do this or that, someone else is, you know, and they're going to be getting better and, you know, they're going to get farther. Like they're putting in the work. So they're going to, you know, it's going to show. Okay. All right. Go ahead, yeah, that's why I like thinking about that. It's just, that's what keeps me, that's what keeps me motivated too. Is like, I know that I started my journey late. And so I'm like, all right, if I'm not talking about it, if I'm not watching it, if I'm not doing studies, if I'm not a film watching, like somebody's doing that. And I'm like, I'm lagging. So like, I know mm-hmm. I feel like even like doing these, these interviews, like, I'm always like gaining some kind of new knowledge from somebody. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, you could always learn from everybody. I think everyone's had different experiences and everyone has like views things just differently. Or someone might say something in a way that it clicks better, just makes more sense or it sticks with you. So yeah, I think even like you said, stuff like this is good just to like talk about it and be around it and just have it in your head. Yeah, definitely. So here we go with my questions, right? So what's the hardest thing about being a pro wrestler? The hardest thing, hmm, I would have to say the time and the, like, sacrifice of, like, social life. Um, it's really, in my opinion, like, when I first started this, you know, I went to every training day I was able to go, do whatever, do whatever I could. I'd be in the gym also. Um, you know, when I started working shows, I'd be at shows, I'd be at the gym, I'd be at training, you know, I'd, I'd get up, I'd go to the gym at five, six in the morning, work all day, go to training at night. I didn't have time, you know, for friends, for family, for relationships. And I felt like if I kind of like I was saying before, if I wasn't doing those things, I was slacking off, someone else is going to be doing them. So I couldn't justify that. So I think the biggest thing is you know, it really becomes your life. If you, for my, like, if you really want it to be something of substance, you know, not just like a pastime or a hobby, but like, if you really want to immerse yourself in it, I feel like you need to, you know, be training as often as you can and at the shows and doing all these things and doing podcasts, even like things like that. All this takes up time and it's time you could be spending, you know, maybe, you know, your friends are out doing this or doing that and, it's you have to choose you know what do I what's the way I look at a lot of things is which choice is going to get me to my goal in life you know is sitting here doing a podcast about wrestling or going to my mom's to watch a movie which one's going to help me maybe in the wrestling world you know like something so simple like that it could be um or you know night that there's training but other friends want to go out to eat it's easy to say oh I don't need to go training tonight like I go to dinner but 
for me, it's, you know, that you could have learned something new that day or perfected something you've been struggling with. Like, you just never know. No, you're right. You're right. It's, it's definitely hard, especially, like, with me. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> but fortunately for, fortunately for her, she, she's the most overthink on, one, our YouTube channel, two, <laughs> this wrestling school I'm at. So everybody loves her. So it makes it easy for me to, like, bring her along. Oh, um, yeah. The fact that she loves it. Oh, yeah. And then she has her own favorite wrestlers and stuff like that. And being a goofball, this is why I right. work. So <laughs> what do you think is one thing that's missing from the business? I guess more so uniqueness. I just feel like in terms of whether it's people's looks or move sets and you just, I feel like it's so repetitive sometimes, which obviously there's going to be similarities and there's only so many options for all these things. But, you know, you'll see people with a lot of people with like maybe the same color gear or the same this or that and the same vibe and it's like what is going to set these people apart or like what's going to stand out to about it or even just for the fans like what's going to be exciting about this if it looks like the same two wrestlers that were in the last match and you know they have the same gimmick or um i think you know there's definitely some really cool unique things out there don't get me wrong but i feel like it's important for everyone to kind of just find that little thing that tweaks them, that like sets them apart and makes them stand out. It keeps it you know, exciting for everybody, like the workers, you know, working with new people for the fans, seeing different people, not like watching a match and be like, Oh, I like that combo. And then like doing it because like, okay, maybe if you like something that's cool, but like find your version. Uh, and when you see people do that, you know, it's appreciated more and it, it then people will associate that with you, not just, Oh, here's that generic move that, everybody does it's oh they do it this way it's kind of cool yeah check out the super kick that <laughs> throws my new finisher <laughs> the new, new transitional move that's out there <laughs> everybody throwing a canadian destroy out there sorry pd we know we know man it's the opening spot <laughs> opening, it's randomly just thrown into a spot for no reason just to say that you did it um, <laughs> I feel so bad, Jeremy. I, my apologies to you, Jeremy. <laughs> um, so what advice would you give to upcoming wrestlers? I would say don't be critical of yourself, but don't defeat yourself. You know, I think you should be your biggest critic. And that's like something that's been really helpful for me, but also really bad for me because I am very critical. I'm not, even though I am in the gym and stuff a lot, like I'm just, I'm clumsy, like, I'm a doofus, like, I naturally, like, I need to work at a lot of these things that some people that have that natural athleticism just immediately, you know, try something once it clicks, like, there's some things for me that I really struggle with still, and, or, like, you know, have really struggled with just to get to be, like, baseline, and it's really easy to want to just say, screw it, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, um, but, everyone's different. Everyone has different abilities and certain things click quicker with different people. And I think it's, you know, be critical of yourself. Don't, I guess, don't get complacent. Don't think, okay, I got this. Like, I don't need to train anymore. I know what I'm doing. I don't need advice from anyone. I don't need anyone to like, tell me, you know, what maybe I could have improved on my match. Um, Be critical in that sense where, you know, okay, 
you could still be proud. Like I had a great match or I love this new move that I'm doing or this sequence, but you still could say, but is there a way I could be better? Um, and I think that is a good attitude to have because, you know, it happens a lot where, you know, you get out there and you're busy and it's like, you kind of forget the basics and you know, there's always more to learn and things that could be perfected. And, you know, why not try to be like the best version you could be? You know, it's not taking that advice as people trying to tear you down because most of the time people really are genuinely just trying to help you. So, you know, don't be a jerk when someone's like, Oh, Hey, like maybe this part was a little weird. Don't, you know, roll your eyes. Like, okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Whether you agree or not, whatever, just think about it, you know, watch the match, have that in mind. Um, I think that way you'll always be improving on something or mindful of what you need to, you know, improve on. Yeah, no, that's great advice. That's, um, I'm definitely writing down in my book. (laughs) 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 I'm not writing it down right now, but all right, I guess you, you know, you're not on the podcast right now. Guess you could just, oh, okay. Then I guess, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, so that's all the questions I have. That's all the questions for Lou, obviously, Keiki. And now it's time for the 10 count questions. Questions. I have a panic attack. This is a lot. Yep. <laughs> all right. So this is how it works, right? We're going to ask you 10 questions. <laughs> 10 questions. Questions. What the hell? Questions. Rapid fire. First thought that comes to your mind, right? It's not that hard, except we're going to put on the imaginary timer. Bing. Bing. There it goes. And your first question. Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? I don't have one. I'll say Harry Potter. Harry Potter. All the Harry Potter. So I can't just pick one. Trish or Lita? Lita. Favorite podcast? The three count podcast. Hey, what? That's what an kind A. Of is that? <laughs> this one. That's what she said. No, I said it was Fr- <laughs> Friday night. What are you doing? I'm at the gym. I was say, <laughs> and then I'm walking my dogs. <laughs> Where do we find you at 6 p.m. on a Friday? <laughs> Favorite TV show? Um. I don't watch TV either. I really just maybe watch wrestling or if I, if I have like TV, TV on, I watch Impractical Jokers a lot because it's like mindless and it cracks me They're up. They're hilarious. That's a great it show. It really is. I'll be like cackling alone in my living room. I'm like, wow, I need to be committed soon. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your PR in deadlift? 315. Damn. I just go. got that last week. That's more than quick. I'm pretty excited. First of all, can we be disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got up 305. So, DX, DX or NWO? Oh, I'll have to go with NWO. Okay. That was a hard one, though. Na- uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. On this podcast. Um, let's go with Benjamin King. You heard it, Benjamin. Come again. <laughs> um, and last but not least, this is my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this podcast. Favorite curse word? There's a child right there. First of all, she has a military, okay. context, <laughs> she has a military dad, a military uncle, and then she also has a mom from Massachusetts. Let's not play these games. 
Oh man, it's been my heel turn here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess just the F word, you know? It's, just, it's what comes out often. It just, I don't mean to. It's a good thing, a bad thing. It's just, is that it describes frankly? every situation. <laughs> is that F word frankly? It's friendship. <laughs> Freaking. <no. laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but anyway. I feel so bad. There's a girl there. <laughs> Morally conflicted right now. Don't worry. Anyway, so that's it for the 10 count question. Thank you for answering all of them. But more importantly, let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Um, well, I have Instagram. That's at Adina Steele, A-D-E-N-A-S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, Twitter is underscore Adina Steele because somebody, I guess, got that before I did. And same thing on Facebook, Adina Steele. I have my page and my like page. And I think that's about it. Also, She's gonna be very getting rid of her TikToks. Don't don't think about trying to follow her there. <laughs> we, don't, we don't speak of those. So it's, like, it's like the quarantine time is like Vegas. Like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happened in quarantine stays there. I don't. I just I was really bored. I was home alone for like three months. I hit an all time low. I made a bunch of TikToks dancing like a fool. <laughs> I'm like I started my TikTok really, and and uh and the quarantine phase, and I was like, you know what. I genuinely, I'm okay with this. Like, so it became like, we got, we got, like, added, we got, really you got, we got what? Quarantine, and I, then I made mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, this is a three count podcast presents now into the ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller with Luda Franchise with the K Key. This is now entering with Adina Steele. So tune in to the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. <laughs> Fair enough. Love it. <laughs> See you guys. Hey guys, it's the host of the three count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.